Welcome to Aligned and Soulful Leadership. My name is Kavita Milwani, and I empower soulful, multicultural women of color to opulently shine their light without the hustle. I truly believe you can fulfill your soul's desire without losing yourself, your health, or your life in the process. I know that you can ignite your confidence and know your worth all while walking your divine, unique path. So in this podcast, I will dive deep into topics, challenges, and blocks that women of color experience as they rise up into their aligned life and work. My deep desire is that BIPOC women can lead through their inner wisdom in a way that honors their soul. Are you ready to rise up? as the leader you were born to be, then this podcast is for you. Are you feeling some overwhelm and stress right now? I know that things around us are have been intense and they have been intense for a while now. It almost feels like we have been in this period of, okay, I'll feel better and I'll be able to rest or I'll have less stress when, and you fill in the blank. And the reality is for most of us, this really hasn't let up. And maybe some stress that you were able to let go of like everybody being stuck at home or if you had kids that were, you know, having to do school from home and that was difficult from them, now that stress may be re replaced with other things like the adjustment to school. I know for some people um, there has been some more pressure because they've had to start to return to their office or even the stress that can come from um, being able to socialize and trying to figure out how you want to navigate that. And we actually are a lot of us not used to socializing and the small talk and, you know, all those things that we kind of got used to not doing for a while and having to do that again can create stress. And then if you also look at world events, uh, events in your community and everything else that's happening, it just seems like everybody is stressed out. Now, I don't like to use absolutes like everybody, but let's say a lot of people are, okay? And so I have been, ha I've done, last week I did a podcast on stress and I wanted to give you some more this week um, because I think that this is so important right now. So today I'm going to talk about a four-step process to help you manage your stress. And as a leader, it is so important for you to manage your stress because you are the example, right? And so the energy and the way that you show up and how you feel, that emanates to everyone around you. And even if you're not necessarily in a leadership position, you are a leader in your life. And again, how you show up impacts those around you. So I'm going to go through this process and I'm hoping that this can help you relieve some of your stress. And if you want to check out my podcast from last week, I talk about really quick strategies that you can use that are all less than 10 minutes using your body to help with stress management. 
Okay. So that I'll have a link to that in the show notes, but that's another episode on stress. And, um, these, this is not a topic I, I haven't talked about before, but like I said, I'm feeling the need to talk more about it now based on everything that's happening. So the first step in this process is to recognize the stress. So recognize that you are in a time that is just going to be more stressful. And so instead of functioning and just moving along your day and not thinking and not feeling your body and not really acknowledging what is happening, that what that's going to do is you're going to remain unaware and more in an unconscious way of functioning. You know, and we spend most of our time functioning unconsciously. Think about your day and all the activities you do and how many things actually you have to think about each step. Okay. And if you're really honest with yourself, it, there are a lot of parts of your day that are kind of on autopilot, right? That unconscious, like I just know how to do this. So when we continue to also be unconscious throughout the rest of our day, then often what happens is you're not feeling the stress and you may be engaging in what I call, or other people call also over behaviors. So over drinking, overeating, overworking, or any other of these over activities and using that as a way to cope with the stress unconsciously without thinking, right? And so it creates this kind of numbing uh, distraction um, from what's actually happening. So that is what you do when you're stressed unconsciously. And that's one option. So I don't know what it is for you and how you've been managing this, if, especially if you're not been managing it unconsciously. But the first part of it is to recognize that you're in, in a stressful situation and how you have been coping with it right now so far. Like what are the strategies that are not working specifically that are you're doing? Is it numbing activities that you have been engaging in? Because in the end, when you're numbing, most likely you're going to end up feeling worse instead of better. And, you know, the overs, when you do that, that creates other issues, right? And sometimes it can create like the cycle of feeling shame over your behavior. Um, and maybe if it's not as deep as shame, but just embarrassment. So take a moment now and acknowledge to yourself, acknowledge the stress that you're feeling, acknowledge the intensity. And also that although you don't know when things will kind of let up, it's not going to be forever. So this acknowledgement can happen just by saying it out loud just taking a moment and feeling it and knowing it, or even just writing it down as a journal entry or sharing it with a friend. So really recognizing the stress and what you've been doing to cope with it unconsciously is the first step of this four-step process. And the second part is create a system or ask for help. Okay. So now that you've recognized and acknowledged what is happening, it's most likely time for you to seek some type of support. And so the support can come in many forms. So you could reach out to a friend and just, you know, go for a walk together, have tea or coffee together, have a meal together, and just support each other in what you're feeling. You can reach out to a family member for help. Um, 
And this could be like an emotional support, right? Just to, to be able to talk about what's happening. Or if you have some things that need to get done that you need support with, you can reach out to friends or family for help with those things. So what are the things in your life that you could use a hand with? Okay. And so a couple tips here is if you're going to reach out to a family or friend for support, make sure that you are clear with them, that you're not, you just would like for them to listen and you're not asking them to change anything or make it better. It's almost like a way to have a sounding board, right? And, and, and they do that the same because our tendency is to, you know, tell a story that's similar or try to fix it for them. But a lot of times people just want you to listen to them. And so if you can help Others doing that, that may also help you to realize you're not alone and to be able to have someone to share that with. Okay. And, you know, you can ask for friends also to help maybe watch if you have kids that you want them to watch and then they can watch your kids for you. And maybe you do an exchange and you can get some things done that you would like to get done or just rest or get a massage, right? Or something, or even to delegate a task to someone else. Or maybe for you, the, the support is, you know, it's these next couple months are going to be intense. I would like to let go of some of the cooking in the house. Maybe you decide to batch cook. Or maybe you um, order some food out, do a meal service, and just do this temporarily so you can relieve the physical and mental and emotional load on yourself, okay? And then the other part of seeking support is professional support. So do you really need support from a therapist, a coach, a mentor, right? Do you need professional support with whatever's going on in your life? Maybe you need a financial planner, right? I don't know. Maybe there's some professional support based on what you're feeling stressed about that can help you. And you remember, you don't have to do this all on your own. When you're seeking support from a friend or family, it's giving someone else the opportunity to help you. And remember, like how good it feels for you when you're able to help someone else. So you're giving someone else the opportunity to do that. And the I think it takes a lot of courage to reach out to a professional for help. Okay, so to do that if you need that support. And so the third part is about using your body for stress relief um, or using, you know, any other type of stress relief strategy that is conscious, okay? I did, like I mentioned earlier, do uh, using your body um, podcast and that was last week. So you can see that for more details on the things that I share there. But essentially what I'm telling you is that stress can be held in our body and the physical illness can manifest if we're under stress and you know I mentioned Dr. Gabor Mate and his research is one of the many <laughs> researchers in this right now okay so you can use your body in different ways to help relieve your stress and I talk a, a lot about the those strategies. But what I want to say is pick something that works for you. If in the past, you know, taking a yoga class was helpful, maybe you do that, right? Um, if, if for you watching, um, some series on Netflix is helpful, 
do that, but choose it consciously instead of unconsciously. If, you know, spending time by yourself and reading is helpful, do that. What is it that you find rejuvenating that after you're done with that, you feel better, calmer, more centered, ready to take on whatever comes your way? And, you know, you can choose things that are your usual go-to's Or maybe this is an opportunity for you to try different things. And one thing I talked about a lot last time, last podcast was about creative expression. And I do believe there's so much value to be able to express yourself creatively and express your emotions creatively. So how can you do that? You know, do you make a collage? Do you paint? Maybe you go to one of those big craft stores or any store you know, if you have a local, um, vendor, local business, that would be great and go and visit them and see some ideas. I know more and more of these classes are coming up. Maybe it's a cooking class, right? What are some things that you're interested in? Maybe even you take an online class and something that's interesting to you and can help you express your creativity. Just, just start to explore what you heart would desire to do and engage with. Right? What can you do to really be able to manage your stress and to release some of it and even in some ways get your mind off of that spiral of thoughts that can take us out of our day right? and actually increase our stress. So the, part, the fourth part of this strategy is make sure you're planning a rest time. So especially if you're in a time where there's an extra intense stress, like let's say you have a deadline at work. I know for a lot of parents, the month of May is a very intense month. There just tends to be a lot of things happening um, for students. And in many ways, the parents are involved with that. And so, you know, it can really be a time of higher stress. So what I'm suggesting is that you plan something that's that you can recover, recuperate after. Maybe it's a day completely away from home. Maybe it's, you know, I keep saying massage because that's one of my favorite things, but maybe that's not yours. But making sure you have that time scheduled for yourself because the temptation is just to keep doing everything in the same way we've always been doing it, right? Um, And this is just not how our bodies are. I mean, this hustle culture, you know, of just pushing, pushing through it, pushing through it and pushing through it, there are consequences to that, to our bodies. And it's really your responsibility to take care of yourself because if you don't, no one else will. So make time to rest and choose consciously. How can your mind unplug? It could be like some of those things that I mentioned. It could be a long walk or hike maybe even a date with yourself, right? Maybe it's a class, maybe it's a retreat. Choose something that's rejuvenating to you. So times of intensity are part of life and it seems to be more common now. So you can consciously choose, you know, during these times to manage your stress and when there are more intense times in your personal life, give yourself some slack, right? And let go of things that you can let go of. Um, and also make sure you're planning time to recuperate. 
So just to recap, the four-step process is one, recognize the stress and recognize what you've been doing unconsciously to relieve that stress. The second part is to create a support system and ask for help. Either ask for help with emotional mental support or with actual tasks. You could delegate things or you could seek professional help through a therapist, coach or mentor, um, financial planner, lots of other professionals that you can seek support. I, I do have some spots for executive and leadership coaching. So if that's something you're interested in, then I'd love to connect. And I have um, the link to book a 30-minute session with me in the show notes. So I'll invite you to do that if you feel aligned. And the next part of that, the third part is to use your body or a conscious stress management technique. Um, I mentioned a few in this episode, specifically using your creativity and doing something joyful and fun. And the fourth thing is to plan the rest time after specific times of intensity. Although we're surrounded by intensity, there are times in your life, specific times that are more intense. So what can you do to, when you know that to schedule time after so that you can rejuvenate and recuperate? And just again, reminder, if you don't take care of yourself, no one else will. So I'm hoping that this is helpful and you've received some tips to manage your stress. And if you've received something beneficial, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a message. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Those links are in the show notes and um, LinkedIn specifically. I spend more time there. So I'd love to hear what you receive from this episode and um, maybe even what you'd like to me to talk about next. So this is Kavita with Aligned and Soulful Leadership. Until next time, take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for Aligned and Soulful Leadership. I was inspired to start this podcast as a way to empower women of color to rise up into their aligned leadership. Remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned during this episode available in the show notes at alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. I'm your host, Kavita, and if you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends and if you haven't received my free abundance meditation and exercise, then go to alignedandsoulfulleadership.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And you will receive this powerful visualization and exercise to ignite your abundant life. Thank you. Until next time, take good care. Bye.